BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 Moneyline wager on today's game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. Just use bonus code CHAMPION200 when you make your bet. BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. And there's endless ways to make it rain with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in today's game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Coco Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics, so get on board. Listen, learn, live. Good evening, good evening, and welcome to the Coco Express Show Network for Sunday, July 27th, 2014. And as you know, this is the last Sunday of the month, and it's time for Wealth Zone Radio. This is Wealth Zone Radio, featuring Teresa R. Martin Esquire, part of the Coco Express Network, a show dedicated to financial literacy, generational wealth, investing, ownership, and so much more. Your journey starts right now. Well, hello, 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 my wealth audience, and welcome to this edition to Wealth Zone Radio. You know it's the premier venue where we educate and inspire individuals nationwide to pursue generational wealth by providing access to leaders in various industries that will enable you to act now. I am Attorney Teresa Martin. I am your host, and today we have the privilege and honor to have with us Ms. Robin Devonage Scott, the self-publishing maven. Man, listen, Robin is a writer, a teacher, an author, a full-time business owner, and a contracted professor of human services. Over the years, you know, you definitely want to listen to Robin because she has helped countless women transform their lives and professional lives through, their, through her seminars, her private sessions, newsletters, products, and books. She's spoken on fabulous stages and coached many of her clients to actually build their dream businesses, become successful authors, and find their true passions and begin to forgive in order to release their blessings. And today, she will be speaking about the uniqueness of her company's approach to self-publishing and how anyone can and should release the book within. So if you've ever dreamed about writing a book or your next book, you do not want to miss today's show. So now, without further ado, I definitely want to bring up and uh, welcome our very special guest, Miss Robin Devonish Scott. Robin, are you there? 
Yes, 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 Miss Martin. Thank you so much for having me on this call. I am so elated because there are so many people, Robin, that's out there. They have stories to tell. And most people think that they got to be a writer, you know, they got to have all this special talent just so that they can sit down and just tell their true story. So I am so grateful that you granted me this time to be on the show just to educate people about what self-publishing is all about and who can and should publish their book. But first, I know the entertainment world is out there, and we have all different types of names out there. So I know your name is Robin Devonish Scott, but do you carry any other aliases or other names out there that we should know about? <laughs> well, the only other name that I carry is the self-publishing maven. That's the name that I carry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that, that's your branded name, and I'm sure you're going to actually go out there and you're going to tell us about why branding is important and things of that sort when you're actually making your mark. So thank you so much for that self-publishing maven, and let's, let's just kick this thing started, okay? How did you actually get started in the self-publishing business? I got started in the self-publishing business uh, by way of – trial and error. <laughs> well, um, in 2007, I wrote my first book, which is called The Struggle Within, and I embarked on the journey of self-publishing. But as I, um, you know, went into that arena of self-publishing, I made a lot of mistakes, and I made one of the major mistakes where I signed with one of those companies that are online, and they say to you, you know, you can self-publish your book, and you can do this for free, and you can do that for free. Um, when, in fact, uh, there was a lot of cost associated with it. And I ended up actually signing a contract that I didn't fully understand and um, ended up being connected to this company for five years and was unable to really sell my book effectively. And so when that happened, I took that education and said that, you know, regardless of whoever asks me about self-publishing, you know, I'm going to give them the information, I'm going to help them out, and that's how I got started. So when I first started with the whole self-publishing arena, I um, basically was offering advice to people. You know, people would come to me and ask me, you know, Robin, how did you self-publish your book? How did you get started? And so I would give them all of this information for free and then uh, even have workshops and, and, and share information. And then one day someone came and they pulled my coattail and they said, listen, you know, you can actually, you know, have a lucrative business doing this. There's a lot of people that, you know, want to write books. There are a lot of people that want to self-publish their books, and you can make this out of a business for you. And I said, really, can I do that? And they said, yes. And so I followed suit and learned more about it and studied my craft and became, you know, uh, very knowledgeable, and I guess you can say an expert. So the word maven actually means knowledgeable expert. So I believe that, you know, I am one of the experts when it comes to uh, learning about what you need to do to self-publish your book. That is phenomenal. That is phenomenal. And I love what you said about how you got into this business by trial and error. And that's how, you know, a lot of mavens actually start because those people who are not operating out of theory, they've actually been there, done that before, those are the best 
types of gurus that you would actually go to to find out because you've made the mistakes that some people who are new to the game will make, and you can actually help them avoid those mistakes. So I love the fact that you started, um, you know, through the trial and error process. And I love the name Maven because I'm the wealth building Maven. So I think that is phenomenal that two Mavens on the phone talking to one another. So I think that's fantastic. I knew we had a lot in common. I knew we had a lot in common. Um, but so now that we talked about the whole self-publishing and how you got into that, let's just talk to the audience about the true meaning of self-publishing. What exactly is self-publishing? Because I do know that self-publishing is not the same as vanity publishing, and I've heard of vanity press and vanity publishing, but I know it's not the same thing. Can you just give us the true meaning of what self-publishing actually is? Self-publishing means that you, the author, will resume all of the responsibility for your book. So that means that the finances that are associated with publishing it, that means um, in terms of marketing, any marketing um, involved with uh, publishing your book, you resume all responsibility. So you have all creative rights in terms of what your book cover is going to look like, what the title of your book is going to be. You have all, you know, basically you're the, you're the end-all, be-all in terms of self-publishing it. Yes, but if you decide that you want a traditional publish just to kind of make a difference in a correlation between the two, uh, of course, self-publishing is you're resuming that personal responsibility, but if you go towards a traditional publishing, which is where you're asking a company to, you know, sign a contract with you to pick up your book to give you an advance, but if you do go for traditional publishing, then you have to understand that there may be certain changes that that the traditional publisher may want you to make. They may not like the title that you have. They may not like the book cover that you have. So you have to come into an agreement with them, and you have to find a happy medium where, you know, they're happy and feel as if that they can actually push and market your book. And so a traditional publisher as well, they're going to, you know, uh, put all their money behind it. They're going to help you with the marketing, the advertising. You know, they're going to do all of those things that are necessary to help you get your book out there. But you as a self-published person, you would resume the responsibility for all of that. Wow. Okay. So, you know, I, I see that, you know, so we could say um, that, Basically, you take more control. You take back the control in the self the self publishing arena. You know, whereas you know many people who self publish, that's what they want. They really want control of that whole process. So every decision is the author's. And once the contract is signed with a traditional house, what you're saying is it's it's now outside of the author's hands, and they have the look and the feel, you know, of the book and how it's marketed and whether it's reprinted or anything like that, foreign markets or whatever the case may be. That's now to the traditional publishing house, whereas as the self-publishing author, they hold and maintain all those rights, you know, and have that control through that entire process. Is that yes. understood? Yes, yes. Wow. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. who, who, you know, would should write a book? Because now I'm sitting here, okay, it sounds great. Um, I should write a book. I got all this stuff in my head. Um, but who should write a book? Who would be the person who you would say should actually write a book? I think that the person who should write a book is the person who wants to write one. You know, I think that, you know, there there was a time and space, you know, in society where, you know, it was it, it was seen that only certain people can write books or if you um 
let's just say you didn't sell, you know, 10 million copies of your book, that you're not worthy to be an author. But I beg to differ. I believe that if you have a desire and a passion and believe that you have a story to tell, then why why not you? Why can't you be the one to write the book? So, you know, different people write People write books for different reasons. You know, some people write books because, you know, they want to leverage in terms of their business. You know, they want to be known as an expert in their field. And so that's why they write a book that's associated and attached to their business. Some people want to write their life story because they want to encourage people. They feel that they have a story to tell. And then there are other people that they just write a book simply because they just want to leave a legacy. You know, they want their children and their children's children to be able to, you know, if they ask a question, well, what about my great-grandma? What about my great-grandpa? The family will have this book to pull out and to, you know, to give to the kids so they can go and, and, and learn about their family history. So I believe that, you know, if that's what you desire to do, whoever you are, that you can actually write a book. And even if you feel as if you're not a strong writer, that's why you have someone to help you, you know, help you and help you maybe ghostwrite the book or, you know, um, there's a whole process that you go through when you write a book anyway. So as long as you're willing to go through the process and do what needs to be done in terms of editing or if you need help with writing it, then I believe that anybody can write a book. Well, with, with that, so when you said that who should write a book, so you just mentioned that, you know, everyone can write a book. So you truly believe that everyone has the potential to become an author. Absolutely. I believe everyone has at least one story in them, you know, some some story, some occurrence, some, you know, situation. Um, I, I believe that. I really believe that. I mean, I believe if you live life long enough, you'll come up with a lot of different stories. It just depends on how you present it to the world. And I think one of the things that, you know, um, I like most about, you know, your story, I just want you to tell briefly because we didn't really touch upon that. And mm-hmm. as a young mom myself um, and, and, and raising children singly and things of that sort, I want you to just give, you know, um, our audience a background about, you know, how you grew up in the inner city surrounded by violence, you know, mm-hmm. and then your diagnosis and how you overcame those challenges and now you're helping others do the same. Can you just briefly take us back to that just to give our audience, like, the whole uniqueness of who Robin truly is? Oh, okay, no problem. So, um, you know, as it, as you know, some people do know my story. You know, I grew up in, you know, one of the largest um, housing, I guess, uh, housing developments in New York City, and. Um, I wouldn't say that it was the best place to live at times. I'm sure, you know, um, some people on the phone can attest to, you know, when you live in the inner city that sometimes it gets a little, you know, hard and you see a lot of things that you shouldn't see as a child. However, um, you know, I had parents that, you know, my mom, she, you know, made sure that, you know, we went to church and that we prayed and she also instilled in me the importance of education and that she told me that, you know, regardless of where we live, you're going to college. You're going to college and you're going to do great things. So she told me that 
from a child, although, you know, regardless of what I saw around me. And so one of the things that she, you know, instilled in me was the importance of dreaming. And so I've always been a dreamer and believed that, you know, I would grow up to do, you know, great things. And so at the age of 20, my mom suddenly passed away um, uh, from she, – she suddenly passed away. And so that was very devastating to me. And it was also devastating because I had just had my son. I was a single parent. I had my son. And, um, you know, and, of course, you know, we all want to, you know, be with the, the person that, you know, we procreate with and we have a child with, but it just didn't work out. And so here I am, a single mother, and – you know, I don't have my mother to teach me how to be a mother. And so what I did was I made sure that I carried her spirit around with me and her spirit of drive and remembered those things that she told me that I was going to do great things. And so I did what she said, and I went to college. And, and I went to college after I had a child, so I didn't do it, you know, and, and when you go out of high school, you go straight to college. I went a different route, but it still worked out in the end. So I went to college, and and got a bachelor's degree in, in human services all the while raising my child. So actually my son, his name is Elijah, and, you know, he was there at my graduation when he was five years old. I had graduated from um, undergrad. And so then I continued to go further and then I received a master's degree in human services. And so, you know, I have kind of a eclectic background. You know, I've done a lot of different things in terms of human services. I've, you know, been a foster care caseworker. I was a probation officer. I was a um a coordinator at the after-school program. I actually wrote grants for the major um, library system in, in New York City. So I have kind of an eclectic background, but in all of that, I still felt like as if there was more that I needed to do and in terms of my life and in terms of what I believed that my purpose was. And so in 2008, I decided to embark, embark in the world of entrepreneurship. I had my, you know, way of, you know, writing for people. I was writing for people for a long time, just different things, college papers, resumes, you name it, I can write it. And so I decided to, you know, start this little writing business for myself and this in 2008. But in 2009, as I was, you know, rocking and rolling and as my business was starting to grow, um, in 2009, August 5th, 2009, I will never forget, that was the day that the doctor said to me, Robin, you have breast cancer. And so, of course, I was devastated. And, of course, you know, I, w I didn't understand understand, you know, why this was happening to me, but one of the things that really uh, made me go even a step further was that, you know, the doctor has said to me that, you know, Robin, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do this, you need to do that, and if you don't do this... up in me, and I said, listen, man, you know, you don't know me, you don't know my God, you don't know, you know, I just basically dismissed what he said and told him, listen, tell me what I need to do, I'll do what I need to do, and I'm just going to let God take care of the rest. And so when, you know, I went through the whole process of chemo and radiation and, you know, cancer is, 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 a, is, a, is a hard disease, but I also realized that going through that whole particular situation that is nothing like the possibility of death that makes you know what you want to do in life. And so what I realized at that time when that happened was that I really, like my mother said, that I was going to do great things. And so then once I got, you know, the clean, clean bill of health and I moved forward to 
to, you know, pursue this writing business. That's when everything came into play. And then, you know, then, then I started with the, the books and, and helping people to publish, and it just took on a whole life for itself. So I'm just grateful to even, you know, be in this space and time right now where I have the ability to, you know, help uh, people who have a dream because I was a dreamer when I was a kid. So my goal and mission right now at this space and time in my life is to help as many people as possible to fulfill their dreams and do what it is that they want to do. And if that's my piece of the earth, what I'm supposed to do, where I'm supposed to help people to publish their books, and that's what I'm going to do. I think your story, and I'm sure everyone that's listening understands why I wanted you to give them that little piece of yourself, because when you say, you know, in my introduction, when I let people know how you actually help people find their passions and begin to fulfill and forgive themselves to release, you know, release their blessings, this is what I actually meant, you know, about you, because one of the things that I've learned is that we always take all of our trials and our tribulations, and we always seek to overcome them, because God can use us once we are overcomer, and one of the things that I like about what you're doing is you have so many different stories, so many different parts of your life, and I know through your coaching services and the things that you have to offer, which we're going to get into right now, you know, I know that you can help people birth, you know, that new book that's within them. So with that, can you just explain um, to our listeners exactly what services you offer and how they can get involved with the, the self-publishing maven? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, certainly. Well, um, I offer a couple of services, uh, one of the services being um, that I teach people how to write uh, their book. So I have a half-day workshop called the Release It, Write It, Publish It uh, book camp, and basically what I do during that half-day uh, workshop is I teach people to, you know, get started. So if this particular class is for the person who says, well, I want to write a book, but I'm not exactly sure how I can move forward, what do I need to do, well, how do I start? And so we have a, it's an intimate setting, and we come together in person, and we, you know, have this half-day workshop. So I go over, you know, what, what, it is, what it is that you need to do, what are the essentials for your book. We talk a little bit about marketing. We talk about the book cover. We talk about an array of, of different things, as well as you sit there and actually get started on the process of writing your book. And so that's the half-day workshop. And then I have a 30-day virtual book camp where if you really, you know, want to delve into it and really, you know, um, write a complete book within the 30 days, I help you to write as much as possible and or even complete your first manuscript within the first 30 days. So that is the, the uh, book camp. And then I also offer publishing services. And so the publishing services is for the person who has already finished writing their book but they want to self-publish. And so I take you through the whole uh, process of self-publishing. I offer one-stop shop services, meaning that once you come to me saying, Robin, you know, I'm ready to move forward, I want to publish my book, I will uh, help have you and my team, you know, work with you for your book cover to make sure that you have your ISBN, to make sure that your book is properly edited, your ed book is edited more than one time to just make sure that we have a quality, solid product um, filled with content 
content and filled with something interesting uh, where, the, you know, those that buy it will say that this is a good book. And so just to, you know, go back over, as I stated before, I offer half-day book camp, 30-day book camp, and also self-publishing services. And for those people, Robin, who say that, yeah, that's, that's great, and I really just don't have time to do that, I know I want to do this, you know, do you actually help guide them or coach them or lead them um, to ghostwriting services? And, you know, what is ghostwriting services, and then can you actually lead them or do you actually help ghostwrite or something like that for our listeners? Absolutely. How did I forget that, Ms. Teresa? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know. For the busy people out there. <laughs> well, yes, actually, I do offer one-to-one coaching. Um, you know, I do have some clients that they don't want to necessarily um, uh, work in a workshop basis, but they want that one-to-one, more intimate setting. And so during that time, what I do is I provide coaching in terms of what you're writing, but also I will help you to write the book if necessary. And so I do offer ghostwriting services, and those that, you know, work with me, they don't have to worry about me saying later that, you know, I want some type of rights to your book or anything like that. So I just want to make that clear as well because some some ghostwriters, you know, they want a level of credit if they put input into your book. But me personally, I don't do that. I believe that, you know, if you've put in the work and we've worked together to make sure that you have a quality product, that I don't need any credit for that, that, that it can be, on you. And so, yes, I do offer ghostwriting services and and one-to-one coaching in terms of, you know, helping the person who, you know, comes to me if they want that that one-to-one help, I can provide that for them. Well, I think that's excellent because I was going to ask you about the coaching services that you have because I know self-publishing has a whole lot of, you know, um, pros tied to it, you know, as far as, you know, um, you are in control and your time is yours and things of that sort. But as a, you know, as a business coach, you know, one of the things that I'm always trying to strive to people is that we manage expectations. And one of the things that, you know, I know that comes along with being alone and having that control is that it's you. So at least in traditional houses, you know, the whole team of people are investing in your books. You've got the editors and the layout people and the printers and the packagers and the salespeople and the distributors and the lawyers, accountants, et cetera, et cetera. You know, to do a good job in self-publishing, you either have to become skilled in those areas or you have to hire that expert help, which is why it was so important for me to find out whether or not um, you actually offered those services. And my biggest thing that you hit upon is in your uh, book camp, you actually talk about marketing because that is key in any business. And I think a lot of people miss the target when they talk about writing their books, you know, and becoming an author, whether it's self-published or traditional publishing. You actually are running a business, and your book is uh-huh. that business. So just like every yeah. single business that's out there, you know, getting someone to open, you know, his or her wallet to buy your book takes time and money. And who's going to read yeah. that particular book? And how will you convince a reader to buy your book instead of another book just like it? And how you know, much yeah. time can you actually devote to marketing your book, et cetera, et cetera? So one of the things that I yeah. love about what you offer, Robin, you know, as a self-publishing maven, is that you actually walk people through these steps in actually treating their yeah. publishing uh, book 
just like a business. And I think that that's so yes. super important, and it's something that can't be missed. And that's some of the things yes. that why some self-published authors don't do as well as others who put that time and money behind it. And, you know, I think that's one of the things that I really liked um, when I actually read up on what you do and how you help people and read your testimonials, you know, who you've helped out there. So I thank you for being out there, and I really thank you for, you know, helping people really overcome the obstacles of self-publishing. So I, you know, want to thank you on behalf of my listeners and myself and my audience um, for doing what you do. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for um, that compliment. I really appreciate it. And um, I think that because there's so much out there, that you definitely need someone who is going to, you know, help you to navigate through that whole, you know, um, that whole journey. You know, often the authors that come to me, you know, they'll say to me, you know, Robin, you know, I just want to write. You know, all of this is just too much for me. You know, you don't know what's the good companies. You don't know who the bad companies are. You don't know, you know, it's just too much. So can you help me, you know, go through the web and and, and figure out what needs to be done? And because of the fact that, you know, I have all these different resources in my arsenal and, you know, I have the editors and I have the graphic designers and I have everything that you need, it can make the process go so much more smoothly and you don't have to be stressed out in trying to figure it out because I already have it figured out for you. So thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. And I really love love what I do in terms of, you know, helping uh, these different authors or, you know, people who want to write books to just to get it done because everybody that writes the book doesn't necessarily want to be, you know, a best-selling author, but, you know, there are people that they just want to write a book and they just don't want to go through, you know, the, like I said, the stress, the extra stress that can be associated with publishing a book. And I know that we also um, talked about, you know, uh, who should write a book and can, do you believe everyone has the potential to write a book? But, you know, who are your ideal clients that will come to you? Because, you know, you do have to manage expectations and things of that sort. So, you know, tell our audience, who are your ideal clients for your services? Well, I will say this. I will say that who actually seeks out my services mostly are women, mostly women. So, so, um, yeah, so they're not your yeah, target audience, but those are usually, you know, the people who you service men, but those are the ones who seem to be more attracted to your services. Yes, yes. Women are much more attracted to my services. And actually I have a range of age, which is interesting as well. So, my age range of people that seek me out for services are women, um, usually, you know, professional women and or retired women. I have a number of clients that are retired. So that's the age range anywhere from 25 to 75. Wow, <laughs> yes. that's, a, that's so a huge yeah. range. <laughs> Yes, it's it's a, yes, it's a huge range, but actually right now I'm working with 
um, a, a, a young lady um, who, you know, she's, she wrote two poetry books, but she's retired. She's, re- she's been retired for some time, and she wants to, she wanted to, always wanted to, you know, write a poetry book. And so the, I know it's a wide range, but th- that's who mostly uh, comes to me for services. However, I do work with men as well. But if I would say that my ideal client, my ideal client is someone who's coachable. Okay. You have to be coachable <laughs> because, and, and that, you know, and there is this part. You know, that makes sense. Yes, makes you, sense. Yeah, you have to be coachable and you have to be willing to um, take constructive feedback and you have to be committed to the process because it, does, it doesn't necessarily take a long time to publish a book, but it is a process to publish the book. And sometimes when you're going through the process, you can get impatient you know, you, this is not going fast enough. But I always say to my clients, do you want it done or do you want it done right? So let me know because if, I can do it if you want it done. But if you want it done right, then we're going to have to take some time with this and take care of it like as if it's a newborn baby. And I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that about being coachable and being, you know, committed to the process. In, in, in average terms, let's just talk about a maybe a – 50 to 70 page book. You know, what is somebody looking at, you know, in a price range from start to finish to get this, you know, out printed, bound and ready to sell, you know, out my car. What what what, what is uh what is my my outlay, if you will, um that I could be looking at. Anywhere from I know you can't be specific, but anywhere from anywhere because I always like people to go in with some expectations because it costs money. And we need to be realistic um, about money and what it takes to actually produce a product. So in your experience mm-hmm. with you helping, you know, so many different people, so many walks of life, how, how would you say you would, you know, tailor down that range for a 50 to 70-page book, printed book, not well, a book, printed book? <laughs> well, I, I will say one thing that in terms of, of, of publishing the book, that um, there are mandatory costs, but then there are flexible costs. Got it. Um, each each book is a little different, you know, depending on the word count. So, um, but I will I will let you know in terms of mandatory costs, and I will let you know in terms of flexible costs. So. A mandatory cost is your ISBN number, your international standard book number. And that particular number, um, you need that. That's like the social security number for your book. So you need that number. Now, for one number, it's $150 with a barcode, the barcode that you see on the back of most books. But uh, 10 of them is... $300, $300, a little bit over $300. So that's a mandatory cost. That's the cost. That's how much it is. You can't, you know, fudge the numbers. You can't say, well, I can't afford it. Either you want the ISBN number or you don't, which actually you need it. It's something that's a necessity in order for you to publish your book and for people to know that, you know, um, you are the person that wrote that particular book. And so another mandatory cost is copywriting. Copywriting is $35. Um, that that's a set cost, and you just upload your book onto the the, the copyright uh, website. Now, in terms of flexible costs, flexible costs has to deal with your book cover, with the editing 
Uh, so a book cover can range anywhere from $100 to $500. It really depends on the author and their um, vision of their book cover. Now, some book covers, they can be dra- graphically done where you can bring it together and you can use different images to make a book cover. But if a person wants one that's hand-drawn, then that's more elaborate and then that will cost more. So the range for a book cover is anywhere from, you know, $100 to $500. Um, in terms of editing, I personally, I do it by the word count, so I can't really give a price on that, but I do it by the word count while, you know, there are some editors that they do it by way of, you know, they, they want to do it by page. It really depends. But if you work with me, then what I do is, like I said, it's by the word count, but I offer you a package where all of what I just discussed, is encompassed within the package, but it's tailor-made for your book. So there's there's no, you know, you go to some of these um, different sites, you know, you'll go to the site and they'll say, well, you know, this is how much it's going to cost, but this is what they're going to give you, but that's what they give everybody. I give you that personal attention and personal um, monetary information based on your book. And, I, and the reason why so I, I hope I answered your question. Over that and thank you for that. As far as the fixed and the and the flexible, is because there will be people that are listening right now to the show, and they may go online and they be, may be searching things, and there may be some some overseas company that actually is offering to do self-publishing and things of that sort, even maybe offering ghostwriting services. However, the language may not necessarily be the same, and the, the mm-hmm. money that you believe that you um, save in the process, you probably get the product back and you still have to do more editing and things of that sort because of the language barriers and things of that sort that don't translate as well um, to us. So I think that, you know, that's really important that you mention that while others may be giving you one price fits all, if you will, you give that customized plan, whereas it's encompassed everything that needs to be done um, and is tailor-made for the individual client. So I think that that is phenomenal. So thank you so much for giving that explanation, and you hit right on what I wanted you to hit on. So thank you very much. Can I add something, too? I forgot one thing that I wanted to add. Um, so those that want to write children's books, they need to factor in the price of illustration. Um, you know, the, I also help with children's books as well. And so if you want illustrations, um, you know, there's a range as to whether uh, if you want more cartoonish, more car- cartoonish is a little more um, economical, but if you want more lifelike, you know, in terms of illustration, that may run you a little more. But um, also, too, I wanted to say as well that a lot of those uh, websites that you go to, you know, they want you to offer money up front. And I understand as a business person that people need to plan. So I offer the option if you want to, let's say, do it in two installments as opposed to one. Because I understand that, you know, as business owners and and entrepreneurs, that, you know, not only are we business owners and entrepreneurs, but we also have, you know, our own bills that we have to pay. We have bills that we have to pay. We have things that we need to take care of. And so because of that, I do offer the option if you want to do it within two installments as opposed to one, like the traditional sites that are out there, I do also offer that option. 
and thank you for for that because children's books are really, really where it's at, especially, you know, uh, with education being the way that it is and everything that's being on, on TV, you know, you may, you know, want to bring that back home. So thank you so much for that. And one of the things now, well-known audience, we are now at that time. You know, we run out of time, and there's so much more to learn about the world of self-publishing. And whether you're an entrepreneur, a business leader, a speaker, or an individual, you can turn your knowledge and experience into published media. And as you know, our mission at Generational Wealth Zone is to create generational wealth and break the chains of generational poverty. And as a published author, as you've heard from our self-publishing maven, you know, your media products can be used to help you generate new revenue, attract clients, raise their credibility, inspire others, leave a legacy, and on and on and on and on. So we definitely want to have everyone who has that book within, you know, to definitely reach out um, to our self-publishing maven. So I want to thank our special guest, Ms. Robin Donovich Scott, the self-publishing maven, for sharing her knowledge for our future writers and authors that are listening on our show. Robin, before we let you go, please tell our audience if they want to engage your services, how they can contact you both via social media and your website. Yes, certainly. So you can go to my website, which is robinedevenish.com, robinedevenish.com. I also have a Facebook fan page called The Self-Publishing Maven, and you can go to that page to, you know, see the different authors that I've worked with thus far. Um, I give information, different writing tips that you may need or even if you just want a boost of inspiration in terms of, you know, writing, I have some things on the page um, just for you. Also, you can friend me on Facebook, Robin Devinish Scott, as well. And I'm on Twitter, Robin E. Devinish. I'm on Instagram, Robin Devinish Scott. <laughs> I, I am everywhere. Place. I am everywhere. So wherever you do, all you have to do is just Google Robin E. Devinish, and my name will pop up as the different and various ways that you can, uh, the different and various ways that you can contact me. So, um, um, yeah. That's why you contacted me. I'm sorry. I got a no, that's shot. okay. That's okay. I know we've been talking a lot, and my mouth is a little dry, too. So that's our time, <laughs> audience. I, again, I want to thank our self-publishing maven. I want to thank our wealth audience, because without you, I wouldn't be here. Remember, financial freedom is a mindset, not a destination. This has been Wealth Zone Radio. Shock, shock to everyone, and God bless to the next time. Wealth Zone Radio, and join us next month for more financial talk that matters.